0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the NFL Draft Triple Take presented by UPMC, Mike Persuda, along with Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson. We are here to talk about, well, let's face it, guys, it's it's the most thrilling, uh, exciting, captivating aspect of the, the draft positions available, interior offensive line. And if you can't get excited for this one, I don't know what to tell you. I will tell you that uh, videos such as this one, in fact, all videos, such as this one will be shared on Steelers.com, the Steelers mobile app and the Steelers official YouTube page. Uh, The audio will also be heard uh, on the triple take podcast and on Steelers nation radio. If you are wondering how you can subscribe to that triple take podcast, uh, you can do that wherever you download your favorite on demand audio content. Uh, Now that the precursors are out of the way guys, I was only half kidding. Guards and centers don't float my boat. I know they are really necessary, but uh, not the most exciting of positions. But Matt, uh, a fair amount of interesting guys to talk about nonetheless with this current crew.
1: Yeah, I think it's a pretty good group, to be honest with you. I mean, I think there's a handful of centers that could be starters at the next level. That's more than usual. Um, the guard class, I don't see a, a Quentin Nelson that's going to go in the top 10 or anything like that. It's a slam dunk, but there's some tackles turned guard as usual. And it's a pretty deep group overall. And, you know, offensive line in general, I think is the strength of this class.
2: Yeah, I agree with Matt, Mike. I think, you know, when you, when you look at this, uh, especially the, the guard center group, um, it, it's kind of top heavy this year. Uh, and, and then the, you know, you'll, you'll find some guys in the later rounds who maybe come in and help you, but it doesn't have the depth of the offensive tackle position, but there are some guys at the top of the boards here who will be first to second round picks that they could come in and help right away. Dale, let's uh, stick
0: with you here to uh, lead it off. The way we do it, if you're just uh, finding one of these is we like to go five, four, three, two, one in a position, and then we'll all give you our sleeper candidate uh, for the draft at the end of the session. So Dale, why don't you kick it off with
2: uh, your fifth best interior lineman? I'm going to Oklahoma. And I'm going to Creed Humphrey, the the center uh, uh, prospect from Oklahoma, 6'4", 315 pounds, a three-year starter there. Uh, He's kind of a mauler. uh, And the interesting thing about him is that he's a left-handed center, Mike, uh, and snaps the ball left-handed. I can't recall too many guys in the NFL doing that. Um, I don't know if that's a detriment or if that's something that, that, you know, his teams are going to want to try to fix. Uh, But he has snapped left-handed throughout his college career, and I don't know if he can change that now.
0: I think that's only going to be a problem for him if he has to play on his off wing. Uh, no, wait a minute. He's a center. He's in the middle. He should <laughs> Does it make it
2: easier or, or is it harder on a left-handed quarterback.
0: That's what I don't know. Wow. Well, this is getting too deep for me, Matt. Who's your number five.
1: <laughs> I have Wyatt Davis out of Ohio state. I have Humphrey at four. Davis is a pure guard, kind of a, well recognized over his career at ohio state i like him um particularly in protection he had a knee injury this year so maybe this recent tape isn't his best uh, he was a little more touted coming into the season but he's quick out of his stance mirrors his opponent pretty well really solid prospect davis is my four and uh you know i think if you watched any of ohio state the last
0: two or three years you saw this guy uh, clearing the way for some pretty talented rushers, uh, whether they'd be running backs or quarterbacks. But uh, Davis, my number four. For number five, I went with Trey Smith from Tennessee. Mm. I-, I think he is a quality player, but uh big asterisk. Uh, he has missed some time dealing with blood clots in his lungs. And, of course, the medical is going to have to check out. But uh, sometimes it does. And he was at the Senior Bowl. Uh, he's a big kid, 6'5", 333 pounds uh he's my five davis is my four matt you said you went with uh davis humphrey five to four dale you're number four uh landon dickerson of alabama
2: yeah and i would have him higher uh if not for some of his injury issues uh including this year where he he tore a a knee ligament late in the season um that that you know if you look at him uh he hasn't finished a college season yet uh he's a florida state transfer always had I I think part of it is because of the physical style of play that he has that maybe he, he kind of hurts himself at times, but you know, when he's on the field, he is outstanding. Uh, But the question mark with those injuries is going to linger until he shows that he can stay, uh, he can stay healthy for a full season. My number three is uh,
0: sticking with your Alabama theme, Dale, Alex Leatherwood, uh, 6'4", 313, started a guard for the time he started a tackle. Of course he wants to be a tackle because that's where you make more money at left tackle. But I think he projects to guard inside Matt. This guy has uh, quite a college resume, but uh, I was one of those people that watched him at the senior bowl and thought, well, is that all you got? I mean, I, I was, I was kind of expecting him to wow me. I think he was more efficient than spectacular, but uh, I got him at number three, as do you.
1: Yeah. Right. And I like him. I mean, as you can imagine, a left tackle at Alabama was a highly thought after kid and, you know, probably has a bigger profile than his game indicates. You watch him and you're not blown away by him. Um, some speed rushers just off the edge, I think, gave him a little bit of problem. That's why I've had him as a guard and as well. I'm sure he'll start his career at tackle. And if he can't do it, move to guard. I just think that's where he's best suited, more of a phone booth mauler type than dealing with the speed off the edge.
0: Dale, you've got Leatherwood number three also, but he sure looks the part, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, he does. And, and I know a lot of uh, a lot of fans are saying, well, you know, he should be a, a first-round offensive tackle. You see a lot of mock drafts putting him at tackle. I, I agree with both of you guys. I, I think he's better suited playing inside where he can he can play to his strengths. And, you know, if you're inside, you're not seeing as many of those speed rushers. Um, you know, he could be a really good football player for a long time if he kicks the guard. Uh, That doesn't mean he can't play tackle in the NFL. It just means that, uh, you know, I I think, as you guys do, that he's better suited to be a guard.
0: And uh, Matt uh, has Landon Dickerson at number two. Uh, Dale, you've got uh, Wyatt Davis,
2: uh, the Buckeyes. So we've talked about those two guys. Yeah, one thing I'd like to say, add about uh, Wyatt Davis, uh, Mike, is that uh, he's the grandson of uh, Willie Davis. Yes, he is. Uh, So he's got some NFL bloodlines there as well. So. Uh, Yeah, um, that's something that people uh, like to look at. My number two is uh, another guy
0: who's played both guard and tackle, most recently tackle, but I think uh, he's going back to guard as well. That would be uh, Vera Tucker from USC. And I uh, in my uh, intense study of him, I, I did not get a correct pronunciation of his first name. Elijah. Elijah Elijah. There you go. A-L-I-J-A-H. Thanks for uh, having my back there. He <laughs> he played tackle this year after playing guard last year and it was only a six game season this year. So not the greatest of sample sizes, but, uh, you know, checks all the boxes. Very competitive, very athletic, uh, very physical. He's probably in just about everybody's top three. Um, uh, in some cases, a little higher than that. But Matt, you've got him number one and uh, Dale, you've got him number one as well.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I like the prospect. I think, you know, if he were a tick uh, longer, um, you know, maybe he could play tackle in the NFL and and who knows, maybe some team will give him an opportunity to do that. But kind of like uh, Alex Leatherwood, when we talked about him, I think he'll be better off or better served kicking inside the guard. Yeah.
1: We've seen some six, four guys succeed at tackle. And He, you know, like Leatherwood, he might get his start at tackle, get drafted as a tackle, but probably settles in and his best spot is at guard. I really like his feet. I mean, he's a consistent player, but he's got really light, quick feet. I mean, as a a zone-blocking guard or even on the edge, if he stays at tackle, he's a good prospect.
0: For our purposes here, and since I can make these lists without putting my job or professional reputation on the line, I don't have to make the picks in the order that I say that I went with uh, Landon Dickerson at number one, because I I think he's a great story. And if he's healthy, big if Uh, there was a lot of talk at the senior bowl about how he kind of came to Bama and just became the leader of that group. And uh, when he got hurt in the sec title game, all of his teammates went up and were consoling him on the bench. Uh, The respect he had among his teammates, the leader he became at Alabama uh, I think the guy oozes intangibles, and uh, that's a good thing to have if you're the center, if you're the guy running the show, uh, something to keep an eye on. Uh, of course, the health is the most important thing, but uh, Landon Dickerson I think is going to play a long time in the NFL, and uh, I think he's going to be pretty – might be the the first true center taken. No yeah, matter he, where was he, was my, he was
1: my number two. I loved him. I, I didn't know where to put him medically. I mean, Dale mentioned he had him four because of the medicals. I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to pretend to be one, but man, you watch his tape, like both you guys said. He mashes people. He really enjoys it. He's big, strong. Some of those guys that are mashers get a little, you know, a little over their skis and trying to kill people. He does a pretty good job of staying in balance and he, he sets a trend for the whole line. Now, let's stay with you and get to the sleepers. Okay. Uh, my guy is, is from Illinois, Kendrick Green. I think there's a lot to work with here. I'm not sure if he's going to be a center or a guard. He's done both at the college level. Gets out of his stance quick. I mean, he also has some nastiness to him. Uh, loves to inflict some punishment. But I really like his get off. So I think there's a lot to work with with Green.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I like him. I like him as well, Matt. But I'm going to go to the Division three level. Uh, I'm going to go and this guy's after the Senior Bowl isn't quite the sleeper that he would have been. But Quinn Miners out of Wisconsin Whitewater. Uh, didn't play in the senior bowl game, uh, but if you watch the practices, uh, you know, he served up more uh, pancakes than I hop. Uh, he was just putting guys on their back constantly, and uh, this is a guy that uh, is worth keeping an eye on.
0: Yeah, if you're wondering who this is, uh, if you didn't watch the senior bowl practices, you probably might or maybe saw some uh, video or a still f- photograph of him wearing the Zeke Elliott half shirt over what is a pretty expensive. Wisconsin whitewater belly. Uh, He was interviewed. What do you expect? uh, He he was interviewed. He said, I don't have a six pack. I have a keg. Uh, There's video of him knocking down trees, pancaking trees. He's up in the wilderness uh, training and he's, uh, you know, running through the woods and knocking over trees and carrying kegs around. Uh, One of the most personable uh, rock star kind of guys. He took the senior bowl over. I mean, he, he was by the end of the senior bowl week. He was the guy. So, I don't, Dale, I'm with you. I don't know if he's a sleeper either, but he is a D3 guy, and uh, that's kind of from out of left field. So he, he was my sleeper as
2: well. Yeah, and he, uh, uh, for people who don't know, Wisconsin Whitewater, of course, those ties in in there, happens to train with three brothers who are from the Wisconsin area. Anybody uh, we know? <laughs> uh, maybe people can Do figure him. that out. <laughs>
0: I don't know what you're talking about, but that's going to do it for our interior live analysis. Uh, remember, uh, the NFL Draft Triple Take is presented by UPMC. All these videos are going to be shared on Steelers.com, the Steelers mobile app, and the Steelers official YouTube page. As I've said before, don't be fooled by an unofficial YouTube page. Go to the Steelers official YouTube page. Uh, the audio can also be heard. Uh, on the Triple Take podcast and on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, You can subscribe to the Triple Take podcast wherever you download, wherever, excuse me, you download your favorite on-demand audio content. That's going to do it for the interior line. For Matt Williamson and Dale Lawley, Mike Pursuta will be uh, coming at you again soon with another edition of the NFL Draft Triple Take presented by UPMC.